Welcome to a new episode in the Expat Life in Odense podcast series. Today, the topic is yearly events in Odense, and my guest in this episode is Sevilla Petronite Martins. Some years ago, a volunteer organization, This Is Odense, counted that there were more than 50 festivals in Odense happening um, during the year. Sevilla works for the international community Odense, where she organizes events for internationals in the city, and in her spare time, she makes the website Joyful Talks, where she interviews people that she meets on her expat journey about their lives and passions. On the Joyful Talks website, Sevilla also recommends events not to be missed in Odense, so Sevilla has a great overview of activities that could be interesting for expats to take part in here in Odense. This is the Expat Life in Odense podcast series, and my name is Kersti Øverland. Welcome to the podcast, Sevilla. Thank you, Kersti. Thank you for having me. And where are you originally from? Originally, I'm from Lithuania, but I have been living in Denmark since 2014. I moved here as a student to do my master's degree at the University of South in Denmark, and I call Odense my home since then. I was born and raised in Lithuania, and I went on an exchange semester in Sweden, and that's where all the love story with the Scandinavian countries started. And then after a short uh, break, uh, writing my bachelor thesis, I decided to go study abroad, try a new Scandinavian country. And that's how it led me to Denmark. And uh, when you came to Odense, what was your first impression of Odense? I felt like it was very cozy city. Not too big, not too small. By the number of inhabitants, it actually reminds me a lot of my hometown. There are many things happening in Odense, if you manage to find them. I believe that's why we meet here today yeah. to talk about yeah. it. Um, I fell in love with Odense very uh, easily. I was amazed by the architecture, especially the old quarters of the city, the cobblestone streets, tiny colorful houses. Yeah, it's all this fairy tale feeling that you get uh, in yeah. the city of Odense. Did you think about Hans Christian Andersen before you moved here? Like, was that a part of why you wanted to come here or not? <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, I have not uh, thought about it as being a reason, but I think it is a nice touch, um, especially when telling other people about uh, Odense. Most of the people know Hans Christian Andersen, right? And there are so many things happening related to Hans Christian Andersen that I believe we will talk a bit later mm. about. Yeah, so it was just uh, a nice uh, detail in the storytelling. How was it uh, to be a student in Odense? It was great. I had uh, an amazing group of uh, classmates, very international, as well as a very international group of uh, professors and staff in the university. We had lots of fun, lots of great discussions in the classroom as well as outside the classroom. And what was your subject again? I studied comparative public policy and welfare studies okay. at the Department of Social Sciences. Yeah. And then during the time that you were a student, you started to work also at the international community? I started there as an intern. So okay. during my first semester, I found an internship. I really wanted to explore how does it feel like to work in a Danish uh, workplace. I wanted to practice my Danish language skills and uh, get to know more Danish people as well. That was one of the goals 
uh, when applying for an internship at International Community Onse. And uh, the project that's a part of the city of Onse, Onse municipality. So it went uh, super well with my educational background in public administration and our welfare studies and social policies. And it helped me combine my passions as well, working with the events, helping people. Yeah. Shortly to tell, international community helps international employees and their families to move to the city, to settle and just feel in the city of Onse at home. And that is done through both individual guidance of how can people relocate here, what are the different practical procedures and paperwork. And then once uh, a person or family arrives in here, we help them establish a network and uh, show how the city is like through organizing many different events. So yes, events is mm -hmm. a part of my daily work life as well as my private life and in, in interest. Yeah, you both take part in the events in, in the city and then you arrange. And what kind of events do you organize for the expats in the international community? And different uh, kinds of... Uh, a part of them are also based on practical matters, letting people to get to know more about the Danish society, Danish culture, practical things in Denmark like healthcare, taxation, public transport, how to recycle your trash, uh, small things like that. And the other part of events are social. So you can come to an event alone with a partner, with a family. You can meet new people. You can expand your network in the new city and uh, just feel like you belong here. And so it's uh, different social meetups, activities for families, gatherings for accompanying partners and spouses where you can just exchange your experience, have a drink, uh, have a snack and, uh, and meet new people. The yeah. easiest way to find the events for expats organized by international community also would be by checking the Facebook page, mm -hmm. international community also, uh, but we also send a monthly newsletter uh, where one can see the events for the upcoming month. And in the newsletter, we share not only events organized by international community also, but uh, tips on events and activities happening in the city in general. So in my opinion, it's, it's a great newsletter to get into your inbox every month. ago a volunteer organization this is Onse counted that there were more than 50 festivals in Onse happening um, during the year I believe the number maybe have stayed the same maybe now it's even bigger because really there are things happening for everyone whatever you like doing what is your taste in events and and activities we talked already about Hans Christian Anderson being the focus really in, in Onse. And uh, I can start by mentioning that there are several events happening 
going by the name of Hans Christian Andersen, such as the Hans Christian Andersen Parade, for example, during summer. Everyone can experience 24 fairy tales in 24 minutes in the fairy tale garden, Eventurhaven, on a stage that looks like a castle where performers are 24 young actors. That's just one of the events that usually attracts both the locals but also many tourists visiting the city during summer months. Another event related to Hans Christian Andersen is for sure Hans Christian Andersen festivals happening in week 34, so that's uh, at the end of August. And that's just a whole week filled with uh, different events and activities. And 90% of those events are free of charge. Everyone can take part. It uh, makes feel also as a city of fairy tales, because wherever you would be going in the city center, there would always be some events and activities happening during that week related to Hans Christian Andersen universe. So is it uh, like a theaters or music or what kind of things are going on in the Hans Christian Andersen festival? A little bit of uh, everything. There are also a comedy festival is a part of that, but that's probably for those who have some better Danish mm -hmm. uh, language skills, but uh, internationals can for sure enjoy the street performances of theater uh, music, some workshops and talks. So every year the program varies and is very different. There are always evening concert and performances organized on the bigger stages for a bigger group of people or a bigger audience. So there is a little bit of everything. And that's also a great uh, way to experience the city by actually becoming a volunteer maybe oh, yeah. uh, in the mm. festival. So that's another way to to get to know the city better. August, I would say, is uh, probably my favorite month to be in Odense when the things are happening. Um, so Hans Christian Andersen Festival is one of them. And a week before it, there is the Flower Festival where all the city center suddenly blooms, decorated with flowers. Every year there is a different theme for the exhibitions. This year in 2021, the theme of the Flower Festival was the beauty of uh, transformation. And uh, I did a little bit of digging in the numbers and uh, actually the website of the Flower Festival says that every year they have uh, around 200,000 of guests oh, during sorry. the festival. And the festival is happening since 1999, so the city is blooming during the weekend of week 33, okay. middle of yeah. And it's like every year uh, since 1999. I believe so. Yeah. I, actually, there was one year that uh, <laughs> there was an interruption, <laughs> being the year of 2020. We had the coronavirus. Yes. And now everything is opened up again. Yeah, Orsa. you could say that the big events have uh, restarted and uh, maybe some of them changed the way that the events are being organized but uh, they're there we are back on track you think a lot of events also have some virtual element in it some do um, have a virtual element 
One of the examples that I can think of right now is Odense International Film Festival, shortly known as OFF. It's actually the oldest film festival in Denmark and uh, the movies that are shown in there can also qualify for uh, the Oscar. Uh, so that's an interesting fact. But when it comes to the digital element since uh, 2020, so now for the second year that the Orange Film Festival also started to have their short movies on a streaming platform. So during the week in August when and September when the festival happens, if you don't have a chance to go to the movie theaters and watch the short films there, then you can for a small fee access them on the streaming platform and see them from your couch. And there's also for people who like to go to restaurants, there's something called the Gastro Festival Spice. Yes, Spice Onser, that's right. Funen, the island of Funen is known for great restaurants and uh, the Nordic uh, kitchen. So in Onser there is the Gastro Festival Spice. And I believe it happens in September every year. And sometimes, I don't know if every year, there is also some events happening in February in week five, I believe. And the festival is all about the gastronomy, the taste, dining experiences. And uh, you can experience many different activities. Either it would be tastings, uh, workshops, talks about gastronomy or simply going uh, to dine in one of the restaurants taking place um, so there is a little bit of everything for the ones who want to like taste uh, more of Onse or more of uh, Funen There's something called the Namoni Circus Festival. Yeah, that's, that's a that's a great one. That's also happening in August, if I'm not uh, mistaken. And that's a performance circus festival, contemporary circus festival organized in the industrial area in the harbor, where the Dynamo Circus and Workspace have their headquarters, and. It's all about breaking the stereotypes, bringing up uh, international and local contemporary circus performers. And it's an experience for adults and families because there are performances of, uh, of different kinds. That's a really fun one to, to experience and, and have a look at. Uh, they also organize really nice uh, parties. The Namo Circus and uh, Workspace, they organize contemporary circus performances all year long. Uh, but the festival is four days where the program is full of performances of international and uh, local performance. Uh, but if one cannot attend in August, you can always uh, find the smaller performances to attend uh, during the year. A lot of things happens in August and September, but the rest of the year there are also things going on. I believe that Onse is the most active and blooms the most uh, during 
August. Um, July in Denmark is known as the month of summer holidays, so everyone is relaxing and maybe camping somewhere on the west coast or abroad. And then in August everyone comes back and uh, the city is always uh, full of people. The sun is shining or the rain <laughs> is there, it doesn't matter, but the events are happening all over. So I would say that if you move to Onse in August, that is a great uh, time to go out, explore and see what the city can. But sure, after the August is over, all the other months are filled with events as well. One that I would like to mention happens during the autumn holiday, also known as week 42, and that's a festival called uh, Magical Days. It actually started in 2002 as a Harry Potter festival, uh, but it's no longer called that. Uh, now it's called Magical Days and it opened up its universe. So the city gets into a magical mode. Uh, the streets are filled with the witches, fairies, zombies and other creatures that you can imagine during that uh, week. And there are activities for both adults and children, as it's also a school holiday. Yeah. One of the small events happening for adults that I really enjoy is the tasting of magical cocktails. Okay, nice. <laughs> uh, and Where is the, this? Uh, it happens in a different cocktail bar. I'm not sure if it's always the same one organizing okay. it. And for, for children together with adults, there are also many activities uh, to attend. So I would say magical days, it's uh, also the week where you can feel the city's vibe, the, the fairy tale, the magic vibe of Onse. And another great uh, part of this festival that as many other festivals in Onse, they are organized uh, completely based on uh, volunteer work. Uh, so passionate people come together and uh, create this event for a big audience of uh, people to enjoy. Mm. That's I believe that I really like about uh, events in Onse and in Denmark in general that uh, it's uh, ran on a big uh, a lot uh, of volunteers as volunteers. That also makes it that uh, for you as an international who is new to town, it's a great way to expand your network. Even if you don't speak uh, Danish, there can always be some smaller volunteering tasks that one can do and uh, you can meet local people this way. And then after the August and September and, and then week 42 comes Christmas. And then usually during Christmas time, there are also a lot of events going on. In I believe yeah. one of the major ones and something that people are really looking forward is the Christmas market in the old uh, quarters. Previously it used to be called Hans Christian Andersen Christmas market and now it uh, started uh, with a new name being the fairy tale Christmas market or eventually Jule mm. Markel and that's something that happens in December 
as I mentioned in the old quarters, all the cobblestone streets and the areas with the small tiny houses get filled with the vendor stands and it's just magical. You can smell during the Christmas market the roasted nuts, the gluck and, and, and similar delicatesses that you can try and the, the vendors they are selling the local goods whether it would be food or handcrafted items as well as yeah many other things And then um, there are some uh, sports events that happens also every year. So every year during Ascension Day, there's Eventulöpe, the fairy tale run. The fairy tale run, yes. Yeah. I think when I moved here and still now, I think everything is somehow called fairy tale something. something. That's, uh, <laughs> yes. that's very common for Owens. Um, and I also thought, wow, people in here run a lot, uh, they jog a lot in their uh, free time and that's true there are uh, several runs that are very popular in Owens and you would say most of the people participate because it, it's something common for the society, something that unifies the city. One of them is the Aventure Loop, the fairy tale run in May, happens always on the ascension day that falls on Thursday so if you move here for work then that means that most of your colleagues will be off that day they will be participating in a run it's actually very common to participate in a run together with your workplace but you can always sign up alone or with a group of friends or or with a family and then a lot of people have the day off the next day that's true. So on Friday after the Ascension Day. You go for a run. You can run, I believe, 2, 5 or 10 kilometers. And then afterwards there is always a barbecue. Uh, so food and music and, and good mood. And yeah. then you have a day off the day the after. Day. And a lot of people, they grill sausages. And people come sometimes most for the sausage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I believe uh, when it comes to runs or sports events in here, it's a lot about the social part of it, not so much about the competition itself. But if we talk about the competition, one of the other runs is called Hans Christian Andersen Marathon, happening in September. And that's uh, of the more professional sports events because there are many marathon runners coming from abroad to run a marathon or a half a marathon but the event is also open for inexperienced runners and even children. I know that there happens a mini marathon as well where children and youth can run a shorter distance and uh, it's known actually to have one of the fastest tracks of the marathon in Europe and maybe even the world uh, because the city of Ons is so 
flat, so it's uh, very easy to beat uh, your own record nice. once you run <laughs> Hans Christian Andersen marathon, apparently. Okay. I have not tried that, so... That's interesting, yeah, because you don't have to run up hill. Another very popular sports event, that would be DHL stuff yeah. it. And from what I know, it's uh, a really, really popular event for companies to participate with their employees. A kind of a, a team a building day, you could say. But uh, I checked and everyone can sign up. If you form a team, everyone is welcome to sign up. So you just need five people who are ready to run five kilometers. Yeah, also you can walk and you can also have a walking team if you don't want to run. Yes. Then you can just walk five kilometers. Have you tried that? I have tried the running, but a lot of my colleagues did the walking also. It's nice. And also there's a royal run. We can see the royals running in the streets. Here. Yes, that's a fun one. That's uh, nice that you mentioned, actually. Yeah. So if you like uh, royalty, if you are into all the monarchy, you can. there is a day a year where you can run with the royals of Denmark. And this uh, run started as uh, the crown prince, I believe, 50 birthdays uh, run. So the run happened in all of the in three biggest cities in Denmark where you could go and run together with the crown prince and now the tradition continues and he's just running is out in the street right? yeah just for yeah. Uh, for a short the distance um, so there are many running events that we can sign up for the upcoming yeah. year right so when it comes to the runs in Owens I remember when I moved here I sometimes would get surprised that uh, my street would be closed, uh, what is happening. Um, so it's something to be aware that uh, many of these runs and also marathons, they happen in the city center. That means that uh, your street may get closed for traffic uh, for a while. So some days before that uh, there will be signs in, in the street telling you that, hey, be aware of the traffic changes yeah so just something to note in case you're planning a, a move with a moving <laughs> track that may not work on certain days because of the run yeah that's something to, to, to pay attention to if you maybe you take the bike that day yeah You have created the website Joyful Talks and where you talk about events also. Yes. Yeah. So as if it wasn't enough to have uh, events at work and organizing events, I think as we shortly talked about, sometimes when you are new to the city, you don't really know where to look uh, for what's happening or you get overwhelmed. And for this case, I thought it's nice to suggest and recommend some of the events that are maybe my personal favorites or I get to know about them through other people. So in on Joyful Talks on my website from time to time I make a top five, top six or top seven events to recommend on a selected month and, and I believe that's a good way for other international people to get to know on what's uh, happening in Owense. 
yeah, what they could expect. And which one have you written about on your website? I write about uh, many uh, of them very shortly. So I try to select uh, at least five different uh, mm. ones so that it would be for people of any taste. As I say, usually I think where I would like to go this month or is there something completely new happening in the city that people maybe have not heard about before. We talked about these big events, but there are many other small events organized by the groups of volunteers or organizations. Uh, one thing to mention would be secret concerts organized by Sofa Sounds or a group of volunteers who every month organizes a secret uh, concert in a secret location. So it works that you sign up on the list and the day before you get an invitation and then you get to know the venue, but you have no idea who is going to perform there and you only get to know on the evening. And it's always very intimate. Uh, it can be a concert in your living room, sure. It can be somewhere <laughs> on a rooftop that's not used for any other purposes or yeah, in the kitchen of the restaurant or so. So there are many different surprises. I really like. Uh, Have the you concept. been to many of these events? Yes, to some. Yeah. That's nice. Yes, yeah. it's, uh, it's always an adventure because uh, it's not the regular concert venues that uh, you would usually go for a concert mm. so it's lovely and it's an upcoming artist someone that you usually would not uh, find uh, or, or listen to so it's it's a good way to both get to know the new artists but also to see different venues of of the city nice so so far so far sounds once So now I mentioned the sofa sounds once and that makes me think about all the music events and, and concerts happening. So maybe I can mention some places where one can go and uh, yeah, get uh, a kick of uh, music, Danish or international. I have thought about some venues that are worth to mention. Uh, the very first one I would says uh, Dexter because that's the first uh, music venue in Onsen that I got to know when I moved here and it happened because every Monday evening they have a free open jam concert usually with the artists from the Onsen Music Academy so it's jazz, blues or some open jam that happens there and it's really nice to go grab a beer and uh, and listen to live uh, music but Dexter is also a place where the concerts happens if you're looking for a concert in the city it's most likely that uh, it will take place in Dexter or maybe in Musikhusel Posten post house that the name means so that's a way to experience the music of the Danish artists more established bands and songwriters and is it happening something every day during the week or is it mostly on weekends um, I'm not sure if it happens every day but I would say maybe from the midweek till the end of the weekend there's always uh, a concert 
there. Uh, the venue, Pastel, is uh, used to be an old uh, parcel post house before, so that's why the name of it. Some other places to mention, some of my favorite places, that would be Brands Museum, actually, for art lovers, but not only. So it's uh, both if you want to get to know more about the Danish art, uh, but also international artists have their exhibitions uh, there. So it's both uh, traditional or contemporary art that you can experience in the Brands Museum. For those who speak a little bit of uh, Danish, you can also attend openings of exhibitions and uh, meet the artists themselves and hear more about the artworks as well as attend the guided tours. And I believe from time to time there are also guided tours in English as well. So that's one cultural place that I really enjoy. That's uh, in the heart of the city center in the so-called Brands Passage. Mm -hmm. It's uh, a lovely area in general to explore. Uh, many things happen around there. Uh, right close to the Brands Museum there is also a Kulturmaskin and the venue called uh, Magazinet where many different uh, performances happen, both for concerts and theaters and talks, as well as, uh, yeah, theater for children. There's many things you can do in Odessa. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. Where can people search for more information about events in Odessa? Internet is <laughs> the place. <laughs> Even though if you walk around the city, you will see many posters about the upcoming events. So that's always good to keep your eye when you walk around the city. That will give you some ideas of what's uh, to come. But sure, in order to get more details, more information, you should look uh, for events online. But online is a big universe. Yeah. Uh, to be more specific, I believe that uh, most of the events that happen in Onse, they get published on Facebook. So for those who are on Facebook, that would be a place uh, to look on the event calendar, just trying different search. There is a tab where you can see all of the upcoming events that are trending uh, right now. But to be more specific, uh, international community on the Facebook page shares a lot of information about the upcoming events and activities in the city. I would say visit ONSE and their Facebook page as well as their website are also really good to get to know more about events uh, happening and get some recommendations. I know that Visit ONSE has a list of top 10 biggest events in the city as well as suggestions for some smaller events and uh, city guides in general. And uh, my other favorite place online to look for the things happening is uh, called This is Onse, a project ran by a group of uh, local, international and Danish uh, volunteers uh, working within different culture area and city development. And on This is Onse, they share weekly event suggestions, both in Danish and in English. And they always find something that uh, you may not find otherwise. So that would be my recommendation to, to have a look. That's really great. 
Thank you so much for coming and doing the podcast. Thank you for having me. Thank you. You have been listening to an interview with Seville Patronite Martins from the International Community Odense and from the website Joyful Talks. Links to events and venues mentioned during this podcast are included in the show notes. This is the Expat Life in Odense podcast series. My name is Jasti Øverland and I'm the host and producer of this podcast. Thank you for listening. Bye for now.